Churro bites with churro. I gotta be honest. Sometimes it's right. It's uh, hard to read my to read my own notes. Uh, today I'm gonna be talking about symbols and iconography, which um, I guess everything that I'm talking about, pretty much anyone could explain this. Anyone could talk about it. And yeah, so what? I feel like sometimes it's. it's like, the whole point of a podcast is, like, listening to another person speak or something. I don't know. These concepts that I bring to you aren't exactly, you know, groundbreaking, mind-boggling. You know, it's just stuff to consider, I guess. <sighs> it's been a while since I did this. Well, it's been, like, a week. Still. That was weird. Did you hear that? There's something in the living room. Anyways... Symbols and iconography. Why do we need symbols? There's a simple explanation for that. And I think I've talked about it before. I think it was in the last episode, actually. Hold on, I'm gonna close the door. More than likely, it was the people outside, but it was starting to creep me out. But anyways... Visual, visual things, visual representations are the easiest way to portray meanings to people without really needing that much context. Like if I show you a picture of a shark, if you're just like the random person with, you know, common knowledge, you know what a shark looks like or what it's supposed to look like. If I show you an apple, you know it's an apple. If I show you a drawing of an apple, rather. It's things like that that help us communicate with each other without needing too much explanation, too much background, too much exchange of information. It's all based on the whole idea that, like, you should know. You should already know. So these things that I present to you aren't exactly new ideas, and therefore they're a lot easier for you to connect with. Icons and symbols are essentially the same thing. I think it just has to do with like the context of how it's shown and how you study it. For example, symbolism is the use of symbols to represent ideas versus iconography, which is when symbols are used in art, or it could also be called, or it's also iconography if you just study these different symbols and what they mean. So one is just literally using it to form an idea and the other one is considering and thinking about how we use these to form the idea. So one of them is just the thing itself, the other one is the how. For example, I think the biggest example of symbols, one that most people are familiar with is hieroglyphs or hieroglyphics, which was like an ancient form of writing used in um, Egypt. But apparently, there's three different kinds of hieroglyphs. First was an image. Like if I drew a bird, it just meant bird. Second would be like a sound, like a phonetic sound or a syllable. And the third one would be another symbol that would clarify the meaning of a symbol that was next to it. That all formed the base of hieroglyphics. But not a lot of people use that one. That was mostly for people who 
had the money to go through extensive schooling. So it's mostly reserved for like the priests and the no- blah, royalty and like nobility and stuff like that. But I feel like everybody knows about hieroglyphs. The reason I talk about it is because symbols at the base form, you know, is for communication. But at the same time, sometimes stuff is missed in translation, right? Like, for example, one of the big symbols that we have in our society, or in any really, like, English-speaking society, most of what they try to push now is, like, symbols and icons of, like, corporate entities. So if I were to go to, like, I don't know, Japan or something, and I show them the Bucky's logo or something, they're not going to know what that is. If I go to, like, Dallas or, like, San Antonio or something, I show somebody the Bucky symbol, they're going to know because they're in Texas, right? So stuff like that, like, I can convey the meaning. I could... I could put a bumper sticker on my car with the beaver on it, you know, and other people from Texas are going to know, but anywhere else, it's a little bit confusing. So the whole idea of using symbols is like a form of communication really is based on the whole context of it. Iconography usually more has to do with like art and like the study of art. So for example... I learned about this in art history. Iconography would be like a whole bunch of Renaissance artists all draw the same thing and, you know, represents this idea. Like, for example, angel wings, halos, gold. It's all like connected. Like it's all if I if I drew you and I drew you with like a ring of light around your head, that's still technically a halo. It would represent you being good and you being like holy and whatever. And it's stuff like that, like, people try to draw parallels and, you know, whenever you're just consuming media, sometimes you can point out these things. You'll see a symbol in the background or you see, like, something in the shadow or something. Excuse me. That helps you connect the ideas, that gives you, I don't know, it makes a connection in your brain with whatever the thing, the icon itself is associating with. So that also has to do with, like, brand recognition, logos. For example, like, Batman has this little Batman symbol. Superman has the S on the crest. You know? Stuff like that. And... See, where are they going with this? Yeah. Stuff like that, it's easy... It's easy to attribute with, with, like, people. Like, my example is whenever I would write, like poetry for people and you know I use like visual things to represent stuff like like right now I was I was talking to this girl and she has like half and half split hair and the first thing that came to mind was like the image of a half full moon so for example I would try to write that in there somewhere to kind of represent the person itself so it's stuff like that, you know, like, that there's context clues that's kind of necessary to portray this idea. And, yeah, 
I guess I guess it just depends on the the person who's receiving the image, who's receiving the message, to understand what each thing represents. So a lot of this sadly would be lost to someone who can't see. But I feel like most of the things that are mostly ideas that we have are based on that visual aspect because the majority of the population can see not to be ableist or anything but that's kind of the big draw for wanting to put these different symbols and different ideas here for everybody to understand and interpret or whatever so I guess that's it for that but I'm starting to think of like where has there been like big big symbols and stuff oh I know a a good one is like the the eye the all seeing eye with like Illuminati and all that that's a big one I remember you see it in like movies and stuff and then people people would be like oh you know they're trying to tell us something conspiracy theory but you know that's a whole other thing you know I don't know if you buy into that not me not really I think I already talked about it too but you know iconography Stuff that you take note, you take notice. Stuff that you keep an eye out for. I guess next time you're watching something, see if you can notice. You know, small little details that, you know, they just add into it. Maybe maybe someone can make a connection. I don't know. It just depends on the context, I guess. Another example for me would be like... I hear that in uh, Adventure Time. They add like a snail in every episode. And you're like... You could kind of see that, I guess. But that doesn't really... I guess that doesn't really represent an icon. Icons. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon living. Jaden Smith. But then I'm thinking icons. Thinking things that are iconic. Iconic in colors... I'm just rambling at this point. But yeah, I see it a lot in a lot of things. Like, I'm looking at the Gundam that's on the desk. Colors. Icon. Iconography. Tying it back together. Whew. I'm getting tired of talking. But yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it for symbols and iconography. I guess just keep an eye out for things in the media that you consume. And try to make that connection. But yeah, thanks for listening. You remember One of One by Shiny? That's a good song. I've been listening to it a lot.